Welcome to the Learning to Flourish podcast. We're your hosts, Kelsey Donnell and Laura Jean Tremblay. This is a place to stop waiting and to learn to flourish exactly where we are, right in the in-between. Join us each week as we discuss topics that pertain to daily life and how we can flourish in the here and now. Welcome back to the Learning to Flourish podcast. We're here, Laura and uh, Kelsey here. Hey, hey. Also learning how to flourish alongside of you because y'all, it's been... You guys, we just spent 45 minutes (laughs) trying to get me to have sound and a voice and... um, (laughs) But you want to know what? It didn't stop us. We are here. It didn't stop us. But please know, I came prepared. I have the headphones. I have the microphone, neither of which decided to work today. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's truly thriving. So if this sounds a little off, now you know. And we will work to get it fixed for next week, for sure. (sighs) Living the dream. Amazing. Well, we're going to start off today by sharing... Uh, a God wink that we've had for the week. This is something that we've seen God's hand in or seen that he is there guiding us throughout the week. So Kelsey, why don't you start us off? Yeah. So mine's actually going to circle back to Wednesday when we uh, released like the trailer video. Um, I think Laura Jean said it best. She called it spiritual warfare and it is true. I was on cloud nine for like 98% of the day. Um, but there was like 2% of the day where I was just like, oh my gosh, I will, I'm about to just be judged. There's going to be text messages going on about like, oh, she thinks she's that girl, you know? Um, and then like simultaneously received a text message from a friend that was just super encouraging. And, um, that was just like a little God wink to just get me through. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. What about you? Um, well, that made me think, so this week I was sharing on my stories about, um, my, um, tote bag. I got new tote bags in and I was sharing this and one of my friends, Mary Kate sent me, um, a photo of her sister using my bag all around Europe. And I was like, oh my gosh. And it's this stunning photo of her, like right in front of, uh, St. Peter's in St. Peter's Square in the Vatican, in Vatican City. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> this is incredible. So that was my God wink for the week. It was so good. It was a beautiful photo too. I'm all about I it. I remember it. It was so I'm good. It. So good. Well, today we are going to do rapid fire questions for a get to know your host type thing. Um, we want you guys to know who we are, so, and we want to know who you guys are. So if you liked any of these questions, you could send us your answers <laughs> to the question. I think that'd be so Please, there's fun. some good ones. <laughs> there's some good ones. Yeah. So we're yeah. just going to go ahead and go for it. Okay. Okay. Do you want to like, do we need to put a time limit on my, on, on our answers? No. Or I think just not. speak freely. Speak cool. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) Okay. First one, Kelsey, the world wants to know, what is it that you do? I, I am a cosmetologist. I just celebrated actually 10 whole years of being a licensed cosmetologist, nine of which I have owned my own salon. Well, I'll, I'll celebrate nine years, um, come January 5th. So, um, yeah, I do. I 
do hair. Uh, are we recording video today? Can they see that that was in quotes? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe. It's possible. Who knows? Possible. Um, okay. So, when like, I feel like do hair seems like such a little answer. Um, some days I feel like a therapist. Some days I feel like a doctor. Some days I feel like um, the best friend who hears all the things about people's lives. And I get to share in those moments, like big and small. It's super great. You get to partake in like their biggest moments and on their biggest days and I get to be with them when they get terrible news and walk through life with them and I think that's what kind of attracted me to the career the most I've wanted to do hair um since I was in second grade that's when I knew that that's what I wanted to do which is absolutely insane um but I think what drew me most to it is uh just I get to talk to people all day and I get to be a part of their life and they get to be a part of mine and yeah. And now alongside, I mean, more importantly, I guess now I'm a wife. So <laughs> I do that with my life too. <laughs> that's really important. That's super important. Um, yeah, that's what I do. I'm when a farm did, wife. When did you get married? I just got I mean, married a I know, months but... ago. <laughs> On August 12th. It was the coolest day of my entire life. Yay. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> so exciting. That's what I, that's what I do. I am a cosmetologist and I'm learning about crops and cows. It's great. It's great. Because your husband is a. Because my husband is a farmer and rancher. Yeah. Like, like big farm, like on tractors all day long. Yeah. Like like big farm. We're talking. (laughs) Like a real farm. I don't know if I would consider it like a big farm. We've got, we've got, yeah. Cows, corn, beans. There you go. All the necessities. Yeah. It's great. We love it. I love it. We love it. And someday harvest will be done. So that'll be really cool. <laughs> we look forward to that day. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah. Laura Jean, tell us what you do. Oh, I feel like I do lots of things. Um, I run the Beloved Collective, which is my heart, my baby. This is my mission. I teach marriage prep through there and I sell stationery and gifts and I freaking love everything that I do and I get to show up here and talk with you guys which is also really fun and I recently started a second business super fun so I'm just an entrepreneur over here I love doing all the business things and I'm also an auntie to 13 currently um so (laughs) there's lots of little ones and I'm a really good babysitter you know that's you know, definitely on the resume. <laughs> we love it. We love it. So that's what I do. I love it. I love that you added aunt in there. Yeah. I'm also an aunt, but only to seven, six, seven, seven now. Yeah. Okay. She's got me beat. Lord has me beat. <laughs> um, okay. What do you look forward to in each season? Like season of the year. Okay. Um, let's think. <clears throat> fall um I feel like when I got married to a farmer rancher I signed off on all fun fall activities <laughs> so like I don't look forward to pumpkin patches or hay rack rides or any of that kind of cool stuff um I look forward to the end of harvest uh I'm kidding I love fall what do I look forward to most in fall I do I really enjoy harvest the harvest is a really cool season to experience so I would say that 
Um, winter, Christmas, obviously. I am the Cindy Lou of Hilts County, and I will die on that hill. Um, spring. I just like to be outside. In spring, I spend a lot of time outside. Sports, though? Soccer. Yes, it's soccer season in the spring. We love that. And summer... I enjoy the lake. I like to go to the lake. I love that. I think those are my answers. What about you? That's great. Um, In the fall, I just love the whole feeling of newness. And I know newness is usually like reserved for like the spring, but like the change of pace and like the opportunities and like – you know, it's also kind of when like the new school year starts. So it's like a lot of that anticipation and like the excitement and the change of pace. I just love. Um, winter, to be honest, I struggle. (laughs) I struggle with winter. I, I do love Christmas. Um, and I, you know, you know, I'm going to amend my answer. I love cozying up by a fireplace. That's something that I can look forward to in winter. And in spring, where I live is still winter. So, (laughs) but, okay, no, I'm done with bashing the cold. But (laughs) spring, um, I like all the flowers, um, like the new vegetation. And when you see the sun again, like, those yeah. days are there's nothing like it. And yeah. summer, I I love all of summer. <laughs> I I like being in the sun, taking walks in the sun, yeah. um, doing summer activities outside, going to a lake or water and just chilling. That's I love it. That's what I like. I love it. Is that all the seasons? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to ask the next one. Kim, which season is your favorite? Mm, fall. <laughs> Do we get a why? Sure. Um, because, I mean, because of what you just said, probably. Yeah, pretty much. And also, like, after you've been dealing with it being so hot and you can barely, like, wear your clothes mm. all day because it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm sweating through everything to be, oh. like, comfy clothes again ideal coats coming back yes i love boots i love Mm -hmm. we just love the comfy (laughs) Mm -hmm. amen praise (laughs) okay what's your favorite um i was i was joking with her i was joking with laura jean at the beginning and i said my favorite season is the end of harvest um but that really makes me sound like i'm bashing on harvest i really like harvest um hear me out on this I love winter. I have always loved winter. Um, This all excludes like the adult responsibilities of winter, like scooping snow, driving on (laughs) ice, all of the things. This includes Christmas, playing in the snow, building a snowman. Like the farm is beautiful in the winter. We get to go see the cows all the time. And seeing cows in the snow is quite possibly the most beautiful thing to me. I love winter. I love that for you. <laughs> I just hate driving in it. Oh, yeah. I, I And I love it. Christmas movies, and that's winter. Mm. 
Mm. Now, here's the question. It's not on the list, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Do you watch Christmas movies after the Christmas season while it's still winter? Yes. Yes. I love that. I want to do I'm, yeah. We're taking back winter, okay? We're taking back winter. <laughs> yes. If it's cold, it's time for Christmas movies. I love it. Yeah, it is what it is. I don't make the rules. Okay, favorite Christmas movie? Oh. Oh, my gosh. White Christmas. Oh. I uh, love White Christmas. So good. Catch me watching it every night to fall asleep to. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Yeah. What's your favorite Christmas movie? I think The Holiday. Oh, yeah. Also a good one. Mm-hmm. Also yeah. a good one. But, like, also, I will watch The Polar Express at any time with my nephews and my niece. So good. Love that. Yes. Okay, back to the actual list that we could okay. <laughs> okay, if you could live anywhere for one year, where would you live? And this, like, goes without, like, saying, but, like, doesn't matter. Like, like your living expenses are taken care of. Like, you don't have to work. Like, where would you live? Um, Me, without considering the thoughts of my husband, would pick the mountains. Which mountains? Any. Any. <laughs> Any mountains. Okay. Um, like, honestly, probably Colorado. I love that. I just think it's beautiful. And Ethan will just go, I can't farm the mountains. So he doesn't, like, <laughs> he doesn't love the mountains, but I do. Perfect. So if I got to make that decision without his input, I would pick the mountains. I like that. Yeah. What about you? You know, I've always wanted to spend a long time in Denmark. Ooh. And I know it's not it's not a Christian country and I don't know if I'd be able to go to church there, which would make me not go, but um, You make your girls. We can we can build a church. It's fine. This is true. Um yeah. but learning about the way that they live is fascinating because they have like the highest number of like happiness per capita. Of like Ooh. people being really fulfilled, and that is a hundred percent linked to the way that they live. And yeah. I've been really drawn to like I just want to like go and learn from them the rhythms and the things that they do throughout their the year, you know, different times yeah. of year and their routines and things that help them live in tune with our nature, I guess, because that's how we're gonna yep. be most happy. So yeah. I love it. Man, Denmark. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite book? Oh, I love so many books. Um, but a tried and true favorite always and forever will be Little Women. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's your favorite Me? book? Um, we'll just get it out there now. Not a big reader. Um, I want to be. I want to be a reader so bad, but, uh, I get so distracted so easily. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm, mm, I'm going to have to like, my favorite books are honestly the great Gatsby and Pride and Prejudice. Those are pretty good ones. So that they're good books. I accept that answer. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. But yeah, I just, I would love to be the person that can sit down and read, but Mm -hmm. I'm such a slow reader. Mm. I'm so slow at reading. So I just don't read a lot, but I should. That's okay. Yeah. Hmm. 
<laughs> your turn. Okay. What is your go-to coffee shop order? A strawberry acai quencher with just water. I love that. I don't really drink a lot of coffee. I don't drink Thanks coffee at all. So. Um, get this. We just got a new coffee maker. Uh-huh. Okay. Because our Keurig broke after two months. So Ethan bought this. I don't know. It's a bun. Okay. I don't know. He loves it. And I was like, I'm going to have a cup of coffee. And I think this was Tuesday. All day. Upset stomach. It was terrible. Terrible. Oh, no. So I won't be drinking coffee for at least five months. Great. I mean, I don't drink coffee either. So love that. Yeah. I usually go for like a lemonade or like iced tea lemonade mix situation. But we are so not of our generation for this answer. We really aren't. (laughs) But that's okay. You know, we are who we are. We are who we are. And God made us this way. He knew what he was doing. Um, Okay. Do you want to ask this next one? Yeah, this is Lauren's question. (laughs) No one come at me, please. You guys, number seven, where would you hide a body? I put this in here. You know, this is this is an icebreaker question. If you Laura, ever... what did this what did this list come from? Tell the people. <laughs> so we were thinking of questions to come up with uh, to ask each other for this episode. And I was like, wait a second. And I pulled out my workbook for my program made beloved because I have in there a list of like 70 or something questions that uh, you ask through at different stages of dating. And so I'm going through, I'm like, oh, I'll find some questions here. And then I'm like, these are like really what you ask on a date. And I just don't think that it's really appropriate for this situation. But this is one on there that I put in there mainly to break the ice. You know, you're on a date and you're just like, I don't really know what to say next. You put this in there and you start learning things about the other person that you never knew you'd learned. And it's gold. Staring deeply into the eyes of your date. And she says... So where would you hide a body? Yes. <laughs> answer. What's your answer? You thought about it. What's your answer? Um, I think I would somehow bury it. Um, but like in a construction zone where there's like already things being like dug up and stuff. So that would be my place. Where would you hide a body? <laughs> To be honest, I think my anxiety would be so far through the roof, I would pass out. <laughs> They'd have to hide your body. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. I, I, I'd probably get sick, pass out, and then and then I'd be toast because toast, like the cops would be there. I don't know. That's funny. I don't know. I would do, I would, do, you know, pull a Yellowstone and take him to the train station. Did you ever watch Yellowstone? Mm, I've watched like an episode or two. I need to watch it from the beginning. So they basically just take everybody they kill and just throw them off to the side of a cliff. And they call it taking them to the train station. Oh. Well, there mm-hmm. you have it. Yeah. Good. Okay. One- Moving on. Um Nick. <laughs> you said you had an answer for this one. So what is the wildest question you've been asked on a date? I was 19. I oh worked at Menards. And this guy, asked. he was 29, asked me on a date. Was it a bad idea? Yeah. Yeah, it was. But we're on this date. First date in a movie theater. 
bad idea. Stupid. And he goes, like, we're silent. There's nothing. Like, the movie hasn't even started. And he's like, so what's your credit score? And I was just like, uh, I don't think I have one. (laughs) You're 19. Guys, I I didn't have a credit card. I am not the person that owned my car. Like, I had no credit. Okay. And so he was like, well, you own your car. And I was like, no, no. Doug and Denise own my car. Okay. We get one car from our parents when we turn 16. And I tell you what, I'm going to drive that car till it's nothing. <laughs> um, so he was super appalled at my answer. I was like, dude, I'm 19. I just graduated. Give me a second. I had no credit. So that was uncomfortable for everybody. <laughs> That's really fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you? Oh, gosh. I can't really think of oh, that weird of, qu- of a question, but <laughs> it's always you- funny when they ask me what I do because I teach marriage prep. So that's always a fun conversation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That was a conversation starter. I love um, <laughs> Okay. What's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done? Okay. Um... Let's just set the scene. I was probably in like fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, got a wonky piece of hair. Sorry, guys. We like growing up, we had families that we hung out with that my parents were really good friends with. And like all of their kids were sons. So like I grew up with two sisters, but like everybody around me was boys. And we went on a canoe trip to the Niobrara River and we stayed in a hotel with two other families, all sons. And like, one of the family's rooms was like the meeting room. So like they always had that little stopper in the door. Mm-hmm. I slept walked into their room. The other parents? Like I left our hotel room, slept walked into the Armstrong's hotel room and got into bed with their family. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> that's incredible. So, like, their dad, a super great guy, like, walked me back without waking me up. To this day, genuinely, I have no idea if they're lying to me. <laughs> I have no recollection of it. You have no recollection of sleepwalking. But I have my entire life believed it is possible or it is not. I don't know. But supposedly, I sleptwalked into the Armstrong's hotel room. <laughs> and it was like, I was an awkward kid, as is, you guys. And, like... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And then I had a tube down the Niobrara with them that day. <laughs> and the whole day, everybody's like, Kelsey, why are you so quiet? Kelsey, why are you acting weird? And I'm like, I don't know, probably because I slept walked into your hotel room, but I didn't dare see When that. did they tell you this? Like, did they tell you that morning? Like, immediately? Yeah. Oh, my, my dad did. My dad and their dad. It was super <laughs> uncomfortable. That's the most <laughs> embarrassing thing I've ever done. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Excuse me while I take a sip of wine. <laughs> Beat that, Laura Jean. Okay, well, mine is really sad. Oh. <laughs> okay, so we me... are different people, but the same. What? We're so different, but the same. Yes. Okay, this one's really sad. So. Um, I mean, it's hilarious now, but sad for me. Um, so (laughs) anyway, 
I, um, let's set the scene. I was a senior in high school and I was in a musical and I, okay, you're getting the long story. So I, (laughs) it's okay. We're all here for the long run. It's fine. My mom runs late always. And so we were late showing up to a rehearsal one day and it was a music rehearsal and I didn't get there early enough uh, to warm up my voice. So we just like jumped right in. And there was the song that we were singing with a really, really, really high note. And I tried to hit it. Long story short, I had a hemorrhage on my vocal cord, blood everywhere. I can't talk, right? I completely lose my voice. (laughs) Anyway, we don't know this. Blood everywhere. Yeah, well, 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 we don't know this at the time, right? I lose my voice. I don't really know what's going on. I walk home that like that night. I walk into my home with my parents, and I just like went straight to bed. I was like super embarrassed that I like had lost my voice, right? So there, like this goes on for a while. My parents were of the opinion that if there's not something, if something's wrong for three weeks, then you'll bring them into the doctor, right? Yeah, if you can't see a bone, you're not hurt. Exactly. So I don't have a voice for three weeks. And I'm coughing up blood. I'm like, it's very painful. Anyway, we go in. This is Ash Wednesday, mind you. Ash Wednesday, we have a doctor's appointment. We go into that doctor's appointment. The guy looks down my throat. He goes, oh my goodness. You have a hemorrhage. You're bleeding everywhere. And if you don't stop trying to talk right now, you'll never speak again. And I was like, okay, so this is also tech week for the musical. This is my senior year. I was very proud to be in this. I really, really wanted to do it. Anyway, so my mom is trying to call the director all day long and he's not answering. He's not answering. He's not answering. So what is her solution? To send me into practice with a note from her since I cannot speak. She does not come into practice with me to try to explain this. No, I hand a note to my director, have to watch him read it in front of me, and then have the other people, the other, like the musical director and the um, like choreographer come over and read it. And mind you, we're in the auditorium. All The whole cast is sitting to my left I'm standing in front of everybody and he's reading this note and then he's like, just starts like laughing. I mean, it's hilarious what it what the note is asking. The note is literally saying, my daughter can't speak. She's like unable to uh, talk for however long and we still want her to be in the musical. Can she be in it and just not sing? And <laughs> of course now... Like, hearing that, I'm like, that's a really strange ask. So I get it. But then they just start laughing. And I'm standing there. Like, I'm still emotional from the day because oh, I, like, had God. was just told I might never speak again. Anyway, they were standing there, like, laughing at me. And that was probably the most embarrassing I've ever felt. That is the worst. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then I proceeded to be mute for about two years. So that's really fun. Um, you had a mute for two years? Pretty much. Is that what you said? Yeah. How did I not know? <laughs> yeah. 
There's um, a, I'm sure we'll get into that story at some point. I'm sure. And yeah, but it's a doozy. It's a doozy. Um, so you guys just need to know this. Laura Jean had a lead in a musical because she was talented. No, um, I was no, I wasn't a lead. That, I was just in the okay. musical. Well, she was singing high notes, probably because she has a good singing voice. And the musical I was in my junior year, I like I had a lead. And I remember going to our director, Mrs. Olson, and I was like, Mrs. Olson, what the heck are you thinking? Because I am not musically talented. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like loved the theater, did it all throughout high school. It was the best thing ever. And she looks at me dead in the eye and she goes, Kelsey. Bloody Mary doesn't have to have a good voice. You're fine. <laughs> well, dang. <laughs> well, dang. Have you ever seen Scientific? Yeah. I was Bloody Mary. Oh, my goodness. Can you even imagine? Oh, my gosh. Happy talk on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. So there's that. There you have it. You guys want to know who the musically talented one is in this group? It's not Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> Are you an introvert or an extrovert? I'm an introvert. For sure, for sure. For sure. So you ch- recharge like alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I... where you're sitting right now, the horns are coming out of here. Um, everybody meet, meet our zebra and our kudu. <laughs> George is out of the picture, but there's George. Nice. My husband likes to hunt. There you go. Oh, I'm learning how to decorate with animals. It's an excursion. Um, and now I have to be careful of where I sit. <laughs> uh, I'm an extroverted introvert. So... I, like, put me in the salon, you get extroverted Kelsey. Put mm-hmm. me in a group of people that I know and that I'm comfortable with, extroverted Kelsey. If I'm in a group where I'm a little nervous and, like, I just don't know the people as much, introverted. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, I recharge alone. I have to recharge alone. So, that's that's me. Nice. But <sighs> salon Kelsey is a whole different person, let me tell you. <laughs> Whole different person. Okay. Whole different person. What is your ideal night in? What does that look like? Hear me. (laughs) There is a a bar in town, restaurant bar, called the Blue Moose. My ideal night, we order the Blue Moose, specifically a bacon cheeseburger with sweet potato fries. Mm. I sit on the couch and we watch Christmas movies. I love that. With homemade popcorn. Now you're speaking my language. Popcorn, specifically the way I make it, is my – it's a whole food group. Girl dinner. (laughs) It's popcorn and an apple. In grad school, I would eat popcorn for breakfast. Um, Do you have a whirly pop? Yes. Okay, Kelsey, wait. I have never told you this, but I have a dream to have a popcorn food truck one day. And I already named the business, and it's called Coppercorn. And it's so cute. I already have the branding done. <laughs> I just don't actually have the business. I'm, we'll find we'll find a trailer. It's fine. I love it. I What's love your it. ideal night in? 
Um, I would say similar. Good food, either like you spend the night cooking and like making a good meal and then like having just people enjoy it with you or you get really great takeout. It's also a great option. Um, Yeah, sitting on the couch. Honestly, I have too many ideals. Um, But (laughs) sitting on the couch watching a movie or like, like a game night. Like playing oh, yeah. games with um with people. That's always really fun. And I'm gonna, yeah. popcorn and fun drinks and snacks. <laughs> All the snacks. Give me the snacks. Okay. Yes. yes. Um, I need to add to my answer either a movie night or like a patio hang. Like Oof, with all with of a our fire. Friends, like outside hanging out, whether we're watching a football game or a volleyball game. Yeah. On the patio, just with my people. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's your ideal like day look like? If you could wake up tomorrow and do anything you wanted to do, what would you do? Sleep. (laughs) All day? Oh my gosh. I don't, I'm so tired. Um, okay, let's think. <clears throat> Ideal day in my area. We're going to go from like where I am and what is actually possible. Mm-hmm. I would wake up. I would drive myself to Alma, Nebraska. I would get my breakfast at the Dragonfly Bakery. I would get a bacon breakfast burrito and I would get a London fog with lavender. That's how I would start her off. Then I'd drive about three miles and I'd go sit my selfie help. Whoa. Sit my happy self down (laughs) on the side of the lake and I would enjoy my breakfast. And then I think I would come home. I feel better after I like do a quick clean of the house. Not a deep clean, just a quick clean. Light all of the candles. I'd sit outside on our back patio do a Bible, like a book study, a Bible study. And then I'd go to my parents' patio and I'd just sit and hang out there too. Mm. And then I'd probably, I'd hang out with Ethan. That's part of my ideal day, but it would probably have to include the cows, which is also perfectly fine. Those are things I would do. I love that. And then I'd be in bed by nine. Oh, amen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you do? I would have like a slow morning. Like you sleep in, you kind of just hang out, comfy clothes, drink some hot tea on my couch, curled up in my pajamas still with some quiet time, maybe some journaling time with the Lord. Then I would, like, get ready for the day. Like, I always feel better when I get ready. Yeah. I would put on a cute outfit. I would do my hair. And I would go to mass. Noon mass is, like, my preferred time. It's just the best. And so I would go to a noon mass. And then I would go to lunch. Eat out for lunch. How fun. And then I would do an afternoon outing. And that would look like either like taking a walk somewhere like a park or um, walking around a little town with like shops and like walking in and out Mm -hmm. and just like 
hang in, seeing where the day takes you. And then I would come home and cook dinner, like an elaborate dinner. Ooh, nice. Right? And then I would ideally like to share that dinner with friends and family, close people. Yeah. And then kick everyone out of the house. Goodbye. Nice. Sayonara. And I would have like some wind down time with like do like a face mask and like do skincare and just like put on some calming music. Just kind of end the day the way I started the day and go to bed early. Ooh, and read. Read in bed before I go to bed. Love it. Mm-hmm. You've thought about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, guys put way more thought into that than I have. Maybe I'm like, sit on every patio possible. <laughs> <laughs> this patio and that patio. <laughs> That's my ideal day. I love it. Ugh. Um, mm-hmm. This is our fan- final question that we have. Mm-hmm. We've made it. You guys are troopers if you made it through that. Troopers. What are you most excited about for the podcast? Um, I'm excited to talk about all the topics I'm passionate about with with you and just really get into them and meet people through this podcast. That's really what I'm excited for. I guess that's like a lot of things, but yeah. I don't that was a lot. I think that was a good answer. Thanks. What are you most excited for? Um, I feel like something that would have been really beneficial to me, um, like college years, twenties would be, and, and honestly beyond would be to just hear people talk about meaningful topics and, remind people that it is possible to live in the world and not of it. Um, so I'm really excited. I think, I think we're all going to learn a lot, like us included of just like how to be in this world and not of it. And, um, talking about things that aren't talked about enough. I think that's something that I'm really lucky to be able to do like in my daily job, but um, to open that conversation up and to make it normal to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. And a lot of things like I come across this in my work all the time is that it's, it's often like the fundamental questions that we need a really good foundation in and then everything will kind of flow easier from that. But we don't, stop and go back to the fundamentals often enough amen so that's pretty exciting amen to that i love it i'm just genuinely really excited good me too (laughs) good okay last thing for today and we're gonna do this at the end of every episode as long as we can remember because goodness knows we might forget but um we're gonna do a thing called our liveliness list that's kind of hard to say our liveliness list. Yes. Um, and it is comprised of about three things that are just bringing you life this week. So Kelsey, take it away. What are your liveliness items? <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Um, well, let's start. This has been a rough week, you guys. <laughs> it's just been a long week. Um, 
Number one, last night I got to go to Lincoln, which is about two and a half hours away with my sister to watch Nebraska volleyball. Um, that is something that her and I have just bonded over for a long time is volleyball. We both love the sport, love to watch it, love to play it. Uh, so last night we just got to spend time together and um, watch Nebraska volleyball win. They are undefeated and it is it is truly life-giving to a Nebraska volleyball fan. Um, and then harvest is slowing down. So we've been able to spend more time with Ethan and that's just good all around. Um, and then I think the number one thing is Ethan and Ethan has been super intentional about this since, uh, the first night as a married couple is, uh, we pray together out loud every night and, um, truly life-giving to be led by a husband with a strong faith. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I think that's my list. We started pretty casual, but I think we ended well. <laughs> I think you ended great. <laughs> yes. 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 What about you? Yeah. Um, honestly, just some interactions I've had this week. Um, I was talking to a great woman yesterday and, um, she just said some things that were just really good to hear. I mean, that sounds really shallow of me, but um, it was just like an affirmation that what I'm doing is helping people. Um, so that is one thing. Um, another thing is the conversations I was able to have this week with my made beloved group. Um, I learned so much every time I go through it with these groups of people and it was really life-giving the conversations we we had this week um so that's great and um oh number three the best for last I finally got a couch you guys I (laughs) got a couch and it is truly life-giving for the last month I've either sat on like my counter stool or my bed there was nothing in between actually I'd sit on the stairs a lot like you you needed a couch I needed a couch and it is exceeding expectations you know things are better when you wait for them I guess kind of thing but I'm like loving the couch life (laughs) so (laughs) that's what's been bringing me life this week I love it Mm -hmm. I love it. Do you want to give them a little glimpse into what we plan on talking about next week? Yes. Next week, we are going to talk about being thankful in all circumstances. I know that sounds really cheesy. You guys have probably heard that. But like with Thanksgiving coming up, we just want to talk about different ways that we can practically give thanks. Not only this week where when everyone's you know mind is around giving thanks, but how we can incorporate a an attitude of gratitude or a <laughs> a gratitude practice in our daily lives um and yeah so that's what we're going to talk about and i think it's a really important thing and i'm always reminded about how important it is around this time of year as most people are and i love you know going on social media on thanksgiving day cuz you see everyone posting about it but honestly, like sometimes, you know, it's kind of hollow because it's like, okay, you kind of are doing it because today is Thanksgiving, but like, right. let's do this together. Let's continue this 
all the time. All the time. Love it. Yeah. Love it. I'm so excited about that topic, actually. Me too. And I will say we have had some great recommendations for topics come in after we posted our trailer and asked for those. So if you have any ideas, please always share them with us. You can send us an email. You can respond to either of us on social media. Um, I'll put both of our handles in the show notes. You can click that and um, go there. But yeah, we would love to hear from you about what we should talk about because that's really important too. Yeah. We want to talk about what you want to hear about. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, we will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye. We're so glad you joined us on this episode of Learning to Flourish podcast. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend. Or many on social media. And leave us a rate and review.